Hello and welcome to Spirit of Success, the podcast. <clears throat> I, I am your host, Dr. Tracy Debbie. And as you can hear, um, my voice and my throat um, sounds different. And um, I have n- nothing other than to just say that I went through a profound experience this week. And um, my body is doing some upgrading and um, there's a delay <clears throat> Um, because your body is the most dense thing, one of the most dense things that we have on earth. So there's a bit of a delay with all the changes that happened to me in the past week. So I, um, I didn't really have a voice, um, much of it, um, the past day and a half. So I am recording this, um, giving you the best that I can. (laughs) So I, uh, I'm not even sure what to say, to be honest with you. Um, The whole process hasn't totally integrated. But if you don't know, I um, went to a Joe Dispenza event um, this past week, and I knew that the event was special all along. just had a feeling, but I found out that tickets sold out in six minutes, and um, the waiting list had uh, 9,500 people. It's 9,500 people on the waiting list, so... They've, uh, they, they told us that they've never experienced um, such demand for an event before. So that just shows me that uh, there's a global movement towards a different type of consciousness. So I felt very um, honored just to be there. And then you heard me talk about the past few days to be a part of research, um, which is the icing on top of the cake, if I'm being honest with you. So um <clears throat> I don't even know exactly what to say. I mean, there's so many things to say. I think the biggest takeaway for me is that I remembered I'm a creator. And I I also remembered who I am. And, you know, one of the things I'm really passionate about is empowering you. Because, you know, for so much of my life, I felt hopeless, helpless, fearful, and disempowered. And so naturally, those are things that I want to overcome as an adult. And so I'm very passionate about helping people feel empowered and um, like they have choice and that they have um, say and that they are sovereign and all these things. And I realized that there's another level for me. And I experienced that in such a different way this week than I ever thought. It's crazy because you go to the event thinking one reason and then you realize it's a totally different reason once you you actually get there. And so I thought I was going for one reason and then probably second or third day I realized um, it was a totally different, I, I think it was the third morning I realized, oh my gosh, I'm here for a totally different reason than I thought. And that totally transformed my week because I realized why I was actually there. And so, um, so many profound things happened. I guess the, the one thing I can share with you is, um, during the week, in addition to the pre and post testing that I talked about in my previous two episodes, we also got to get brain map during a meditation. And basically what brain mapping is, is they just put a cap on your head with, electrodes and um, they look at your brain activity during meditation and um, 
one of the things that I know that I have to do is really surrender my analytical mind in certain parts of my life. So, um, for example, I, I, I do have an analytical mind and I'm, and I've nourished that, um, the past, I don't know, 20 years, um, going to school and just like studying and learning. And I guess what I didn't realize is that when you're creating your analytical mind is not that helpful. Um, cause if we start questioning everything that you're doing, it's, it's not going to help you move forward. It's like putting the gas and the brake on. So something I just decided to do was, um, so what Dr. Joe is really good at is he helps you build these models so that you understand what you're doing. And then once you understand what, like what you're doing and assign meaning to it, you, you can have a profound experience. So he built this model and I don't know why, but all of a sudden I just started writing things down and everything started clicking. I don't know how else to to describe it. Everything started clicking. Everything made sense. If you've ever been to his events, he also has you explain it to the per- to the person beside you. So I was explaining it to her and we were both getting it and we were building on each other's models and it was just this cool experience. <clears throat> and then I got called to do my brain map and I realized in that moment the thing that has been holding me back from creating what I want is just this anal- this analytical mind of mine just being present when it's not supposed to be present. And so I was just like, I'm going to surrender it for this next meditation. It's just, it's just not going to be a part of it. And I made a decision with pretty firm intensity, like you're just not going to be part of this meditation. And <clears throat> they capped me and I'm like, hey, can I dance? If you follow me on Instagram, you know that I dance. And they're like, yeah, what, what the heck? I was like, this is what I would do normally before um, each um, session. So for example, when we come back from break, everyone's dancing and um, you know how much I love to dance. So obviously I'm dancing. And so during the break, we got capped. So I didn't get a chance to do my dance. So I was like, I'm going to do my dance. So I I basically did everything that I would do normally because I wanted them to have an accurate measurement of of me. If if I'm the participant that they're following, as we'll do things where I would always do things. That was my thought process. So... Um, I think the reason why I just got up and danced is because I surrendered my analytical mind. I didn't question, um, question it. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> so anyway, um, as soon as this meditation starts, I felt something shift. And I'm not going to go into the details of it, not because I don't want to share with you, but um, it's like very, very personal. And um, I'm still processing it. And that's kind of my rule that I've talked about. If I'm processing it, I, um, I, I don't share too much about it. But what I can tell you is uh, it felt like a homecoming. And it, um, I was just shown how much my life has been truly guided in the past five years. And um, yeah, I just had these profound experiences. And, you know, I... I knew what I was experiencing, but I didn't think it was special or anything. I just knew what I was experiencing. And I, you know, I've just started meditating like two months ago, two and a half months ago. And um, at first, like most people, I found it challenging to get out of my chit chat brain. And recently it's been a lot easier to do that. And this particular meditation, there was no chit chat brain at all. I just went straight into a deep experience. And I stayed that way for the entire meditation, pretty much. And I got to experience things that I want everybody to experience, like 
wholeness, oneness, and this deep, profound state of bliss. Like, I have no idea how to describe it. It's just bliss. And what was so interesting is towards the end of the meditation, um, everybody else could lie down, but I couldn't because I had the the cap on. You can't lie down with it because you'll crush the electrodes in the back and that's not good. So they told me like, hey, you won't be able to lie down. And I kind of figured that much. But what's so cool is that I was I trained my body to just relax. So my body was literally in this light sleep. And I was still like awake in my mind <clears throat> and I was just experiencing this deep, profound state of bliss. And what's so interesting is that at the end of the meditation, a few people started laughing who were in the audience. So I'm in the back of the room. I didn't tell you that part. I'm in the back of the room. We're in this big ballroom. I'm in the back of the room and there's people like, you know, two feet behind me measuring all this stuff. And um, <clears throat> so I can hear I'm like very present as to what's going on in the room. And during the meditation, I could I could hear people, but I didn't care. Like I could hear people coughing or sneezing. I was aware of it, but it didn't bother me. It didn't take me out of my state. And I'll tell you that. And I could also hear the people behind me talking, kind of being like, and I was like, are they saying something good or bad? But either way, this experience is my experience. So I don't care. I just didn't care. I have no idea how to describe it to you other than I just, I didn't give a shit. And um, uh, towards the end of the uh, meditation, I'm slumped over. I didn't even realize it. I don't know when that happened, but I started slumping over in my chair. And I was just experiencing this bliss. So I didn't know what was happening to my body, but I was just experiencing this deep, profound bliss. And um, like I said, one person starts laughing and then two people and the whole room starts laughing. And normally if a whole room of like almost 1500 people start laughing, you want to laugh too. Um, Think about if two or three people start laughing, you want to laugh too. And I could feel their joy, but I was experiencing bliss. And I was like, I'm not leaving this for that. Mm -mm, No way. And so I just decided to just, I don't know how to describe it to you other than like, I just decided to just stay where I was because I was thoroughly enjoying the like blissed out feeling I was feeling I have no idea how to describe it to you and so I was just loving this blissed out feeling and I didn't even feel jealous that they were laughing I don't know how to describe it to you other than I was just like yes I'm gonna stay right here I'm not gonna change my state and um, I'll never forget this when the meditation was over um, they had to ask they had to help me take off my eye mask because the, the the like cap was two sizes too big so we had to finagle a way to keep it on and we used my my eye mask to help keep it on so anyway um, I just needed help to take it off and um she's she's like taking off my eye mask and um she just looks at me and I'll never forget the way she looked at me and she just said to me um how was your experience what was that like for you the the way she looked at me Like I said, I'll never forget it. And I looked at her and I didn't say anything. And I just said, why are you looking at me like that? And she said, looking at you like what? And I said, like that. And she didn't say anything. I said, can you just tell me what happened? And um, then I turn around and there's two other people there. And they're also looking at me like the same way. And I'm like really confused. Like what just happened? Can you explain to me? And they basically look at me and they're like, we've never seen anything like this before. 
um, basically my brain, every single area of my brain was active and was lighting up, but not only was it active, they were all active in the exact same frequency. <coughs> Ooh, sorry. And that's called super co- coherence. So when you're, when multiple areas of your brain are active and you're, they're all in the same exact frequency, that's not just coherence, that's super coherence. And I was able to maintain the super coherent state for a long period of time. And that was news to me because I was just having an experience, not even knowing if I was doing it right, you know? And um, they were pretty shocked. And um, they were like, this is not normal. We don't see this at all. Like, normally. So they they asked me to do a video testimonial. Anyway, it was, um, it was pretty cool because, you know, the belief um, even just five, ten years ago was that only monks could do that. You know, like only people that go in the mountains and meditate could achieve something like that. And I will tell you, I'm not a monk. I don't go in the mountains to, to meditate. I am a person just like you. Uh, I just, I just focused on something different for the past two and a half months. And that focus has been believing in the future more than I believe in the past. And, um, I know you're like, well, that's simple, but you know, if emotions are a record of the past, you know, what are you feeling and experiencing every day? And so I didn't realize how much I had been experiencing memories of the past and just living life, you know, from that lens. And, you know, something that I was shown that was a great gift to me was, you know, I believed I was depressed because I was for so long, because I was just reliving the same emotions from the past for so long. And one of the greatest gifts was that the first psychotherapist I met would not say to me, you're depressed. He just wouldn't give me that label. And it was such a gift because I didn't have anything to attach to or create a personality or an identity around. He just wouldn't do it. And I only saw him a few times because I started believing that what he was saying was true. It was like, I am not depressed. I just don't have an open sense of awareness. And um, I started doing what he said, and he was telling me to do forest bathing, which is to open my um, sense of awareness. So the reason why I'm telling you this is because sometimes we forget, you know, who has been a part of, of our journey or the gifts that have been a part of our journey. If someone had told me and just reinforced the belief that I was depressed, I don't know where I'd be, to be honest with you. And um, I'm just sharing this with you because I've done the work, you know, I talk about self-regulation. I studied before I went to um, the course. I did four meditations a day the past month. That was just because that's what I knew I needed to do in order to stay, you know, focused on the future. And I'm not saying that that's what you have to do or that's the formula. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just sharing with you what I did so that you understand that this wasn't a random event. And so that I understand it's not a random event. I did the work, and so it's paying off. And I've been doing the work for a long period of time. And so now I got to see what that looks like. And it was really cool. And, um, yeah, I got to meet more of the research team, and they're obviously very interested in me. And I um, I get to be a part of um, some other cool things as well. And I want to 
you know, share what I am capable of with the research team so that we can help more people get to this place. And like, you know, they were shocked because I was just there. I was just sitting there. Nothing was, nothing crazy was happening to my body. I was just there. I couldn't believe it. And so that's just one highlight that I wanted to share with you really about, you know, one profound experience that I had um, there. I had many other ones, but I think this was <clears throat> the game changer one where I realized that everything I had been doing up to this point led me here. It's exactly where I needed to be. So I am, I'll give you more updates about the event um, for the rest of this week. And I will also update you on how my post testing went um, many other lessons learned there as well. If you uh, resonated with this episode, please let me know. I would love to hear that. I also want to help you feel more empowered. I want to help you feel the way I felt this this week more regularly. And so if this is resonating with you in your heart right now, please reach out to me for a clarity call. I'd be happy to help you in any way I can along your path. All right, I will talk to you soon.